sweet hair, right? <laughs> I knew it was the first thing you'd fucking say. <laughs> Hi, everybody. You can see us now. Uh, welcome to episode... First and last time. The first and probably only time I'm going to get him to do this. Um, this is, of course, episode 52 of the SoCo Show. We are very, very excited to be bringing it to you uh, as a video this time, which... It's harder than it looks, uh, internet. So <laughs> yeah, we've been I, setting up for about two hours. So however this looks, don't care. Don't don't comment. Don't at me. Um, and especially don't at the editor. He doesn't want to fucking hear it. Uh, episode fifty-two. Like we said, it's our one-year anniversary, which is why we're uh, doing this via video. We are very excited. I am, of course, raisin balls. Raisin balls. And sitting very very close to me today <laughs> is easily the closest we've ever sit. Is Seth Sat. Ott, and uh, he's rocking a new hairdo today. Yeah. Pretty sweet. He grew it out for the show. Uh, I wanted to make sure everybody everybody saw his uh, his new do, which uh, mm -hmm. I think it looks good. I think it looks good. It, let us know what you think. Uh, of course, hit him up on Twitter at uh, Seth O. Otter at the, uh, at the show page at Soko Show Pod mm -hmm. uh, on Twitter. Let us know if it's a 10 or an 11 um, in terms of sexiness. So we want to hear that. We got a packed show today. A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we're going to hit all of our old, our, all of our old favorites. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I wish I could hit my old favorite. Is that me? Yeah. You're not my favorite, though. You want to hit this? Ooh. Gross. Um, lots of fun stuff, but for, I mean, the, the obvious thing that we got to talk about a little bit is uh, it's been a year now. One since, year. Since we've been doing the show. About a year ago, we uh, decided that people needed to hear the things that we wanted to say. Uh, seems kind of silly now, but... Uh, <laughs> but Mostly been... it's farts and poop and... It's a lot of farts. Oh. Movies. I realized when I was talking to the editor last week about how much just gross, stupid teenage humor <laughs> our, our shit is, and I, I guess whatever it's on. If it's on brand, then it can be in the show. Yeah. Um, we've come a long way since episode one, and uh, I wanted to uh, talk briefly about that because a lot of changes have gone on in the show over over the time. Uh, when we first started, we recorded it uh, downstairs in my basement uh, on one microphone, sitting across from each other on a couch. So things have changed quite a bit. Oh, don't lie to him. We were on the same couch. Okay, we were on the same holding couch, hands, holding hands, uh, like you know, like lovers do. <laughs> and uh, it, it's it's been a long it's been a, a long journey to where we are now. Uh, not that we've gotten any better at it, but um, it's it's been easier for us. So whether mm. or not it's uh, it's easier for you to listen to. I guess this is kind of your problem. <laughs> uh, but what we do want to do is, is take just a quick listen at um, the very first episode that we did down in the basement. Which I'm just looking looking at the computer and the numbers of people who watch who listen to them has it's it was actually pretty good and it's gone down. <laughs> people were people were excited that it was something new and then they realized that it was something that they didn't care to listen to, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, you know, just like a. The pilot of any good show uh, we defined our cult audience which is uh all the people that are about to waste two hours of their day yeah. watching us on youtube drink our kool-aid drink our kool-aid people um if you're if you aren't uh, watching on youtube of course this is the video podcast but it's going out audio only everywhere you can expect um but uh, if you have time pop over to youtube i'm hopefully planning to do something with this area of the screen uh so maybe i'll put something entertaining there and um i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see but um uh, let's let's have a listen at the very first episode of the show. The whole episode. The whole thing. <laughs> I was fucking jamming during this. You were jamming. <laughs> <laughs> 
playing the guitar. Hello and welcome to the first edition of the SoCo Show. So fast. I'm Seth. So. And I am Cody. I'm the co. And we're here to bring you the, the co. In the co. I'm still. The, well, I'm not the co anymore. Um, but this being the first episode okay that's about as much as i can take that. <laughs> holy shit uh for those who don't know the way we used to do all of our sounders was by creating them with instruments we had around the house which instruments were, well kind of one we instrument. have a guitar and uh keyboard, oh i guess keyboard a yeah. keyboard uh, seth always liked to buzz around on the keyboard and yeah uh, did you hear that those sweet jams it was good and uh and of course the rock band drums for the and actually our current theme song still has the the keyboard in it it does still have the keyboard yeah. in it. The, so we, we went with random bullshit sound, which we thought that we, or the show was going to be different sounders every time, which is a stupid idea. And um, <laughs> we, instead... even got a, we even got a, a message on Twitter. Someone was like, hey, do you need sounds for your podcast? <laughs> they listened to episode one and they're like, y'all need help. Uh, please let me help you. Uh, no, it's good. Uh, we... <laughs> People, uh, people, I don't know if people cared about the sounds. Actually, I got a couple of complaints about the sounders early. Who? Um, my brother. Oh, uh, yeah. Kyle. Um, Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> he, uh, an, uh, an, uh, an early adopter and, and frequent <laughs> listener of the show always has good, uh, let's say constructive criticism, uh, for the show. So we definitely appreciate that. Uh, that was episode one. We're now on episode 52, and a lot has changed. Not much has of, changed. Well, a lot has. We have new segments. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk, of course, to to either Gary Busey or uh, I, the Iron Sheik in just a bit. And, I thought it was both. Well, that's what was going to be a surprise. Oh, was it? Yeah, God damn it. No surprises. I write an itinerary, and I give it to you. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you, you just put Sheik tweet slash Gary it's Busey. An, that's, obviously, that's an ampersand. Everyone look at it. It's an ampersand. That's what I'm telling you. Here. But even so, if it would have been the ampersand, I would have thought oh let's do we're doing both. at any rate we're gonna, hear, no we're gonna hear apparently Seth doesn't care about surprises so we're gonna hear from the iron sheik and Gary <laughs> there's still Busey plenty of surprises in just a bit we're gonna play a couple of games uh a couple you know don't. Uh, the america has been swept by our games and uh we're gonna bring back some favorites so uh look forward to that uh we're gonna talk to some old friends uh that have been a part of the show over time and of course we're gonna give you the latest news in all the places that you've come to expect it and then we're gonna wrap up the show with um some some fond memories uh, from from the year uh, that has been. So let's jump into the show, and we're going to start like we always do with a chic tweet. I call you a punk. What do you got for us, buddy? Iron Sheik. He's been vocal this week. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so... <laughs> So Seth just pulled up his gallery because he screen caps all of the Iron Sheik tweets. And the picture that popped up was this one. <laughs> Dude, we can put it. Oh, yeah. Technology. We'll put it up here. Is oh, that okay? I'm going to have to send it to you now. You it's, already have it. It's this picture right here. And uh, it's, well, if you listened last week, you know that that was from Ruth Bader's <laughs> beer costume. But that's that's an instant classic. So what do you got from the Sheik? All right. So Iron Sheik, um, he... So basically, there, there's a, a, an account called OMG Facts that gives random facts about things. OMG. And this, exactly. And this, this account said, before becoming president, Abraham Lincoln was a champion wrestler. And so the Iron Sheik, of course, had oh, to God. respond. He lucky I didn't break his fucking neck, rip off his jabroni beard. <laughs> and, then, never... <laughs> and then someone posted a, a, a picture of him doing his signature move to uh, an imposed Abraham Lincoln head. 
Oh, he's doing that's a camel clutch. Yeah, it's he's a doing camel the camel clutch. clutch. They like, we'll put that up here so you guys can see. I love this already. There's gonna be all sorts of pictures. No, we don't need oh. <laughs> all sorts of pictures in this fucking area. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Iron Sheik versus uh, Abe Lincoln. Something you never thought you'd see uh, this week on Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. Well, not to be outdone, um, our our good friend and rival to, uh, well, probably unknowing rival uh, oh, to the Iron other. Sheik uh, is Gary Busey. And of course, not to be outdone, he's got something to say this week as well. <laughs> A symphony of farting trombones. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a minute. <laughs> All right. I got to get into character. Yeah, I already kind of got the hair. Give me some Gary Busey. If I could let down this bun, I could look like Gary Busey. He's wearing a bun, people. Yeah. In case you didn't know. Yeah. That's what America wanted. Give us some Gary Busey. You know the most dangerous thing in water? A shark fart. A shark fart? Yeah. Gary Busey's obsessed with farts. He loves farts. I'm learning that very quickly. Yeah. So, Gary Busey... What? Watch out for shark farts, I guess. You know the most dangerous thing in the water? Shark farts. Watch out for shark farts. Don't go in the water, folks. There's a lot of shark farts out there. <laughs> a symphony of farting trombones. <laughs> we gotta pay that editor more. No, he's pretty, already getting four years, so... 150, $154 million contract. I'm, I'm thinking he probably should hold out. For a little bit He more. already signed. He's doing the Lord's work uh, in post on these, especially when it comes to the Sounders. Do uh, I kind of look like... <laughs> I'm seeing myself in the camera. Um, I feel like I kind of look like an old Princess Leia with the buns. Because, like, the... What? No, you fucking don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. No, because I... I do. I'm pretty. I'm very attracted to Princess Leia, and I'm not going <laughs> to tell you that you look like her. Cause I don't know. Your boner's off camera. sitting way too close to me. Your boner's off camera. Your leg hair rubbing against mine is already turning me on, so <laughs> we, need to, we need to move on. What are we going to do next? Leg hair. Let's play, some, uh, let's play some games. For a whole year, I concentrated equally on two things. Fucking and... Cock-flavored lollipop. Uh, yeah, sex. That's uh. a good one. Don't don't mouth that one. That's next what gets to you. you four years, one hundred fifty million or one hundred thirty million dollars. That's that's why the editor is is so important to us. I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play some fucking games, dude. All right. What, what am I? Don't in, be uh, sneaking on my phone here. So the game here is Rip Torn or Dirty Porn. Uh, for those who may be watching us for the first time, weird. But also, uh, <laughs> yeah, how do you stumble upon this? <laughs> But With also, one of our creative tags. Rip Torn or Dirty Porn is the game where Seth is going to tell me a name. And it's either the name of a character who was played by Rip Torn in a movie, the actor, uh, this guy. And uh, if it's not a Rip Torn character, then it is a porn actor or character. So it's either a Rip Torn character or someone from porno. So what do you got for us? Porno? We don't call it porno? I haven't heard anyone call it porno in, since the 70s. Okay, well, I guess I'm a 70s person all right rip torn or dirty porn torn or dirty. give it to me let's go i'm not gonna give it to you when it's called rip torn or dirty porn just, just, what's the what's the question <laughs> well it's not a question it's a it's a person oh my god slash actor slash character uh dr warren shut spell shut no <laughs> what do you mean no no i don't want to give it away dr warren shut shut Dr. Warren Shutt. Shutt. 
Dr. Warren Shutt. Shutt. Shut. 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 Your mom. Um, I'm going to say that Dr. Warren Shut. Ooh, this is. See, this is why the spelling is important. Ooh. I'm going to say that's Rip Torn. Rip Torn. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Louder. Dr. Warren Shut is a 1994 TV series character from Chicago Hope played by Rip Torn. Yeah! We need a sounder. I'm going to talk to the editor. We need a sounder for when I win games. Because I win Rip Torn and Dirty Porn a lot. You do. Which, like... Warren, Warren Shut. It's like I said, I watch a lot of Rip Torn. <laughs> uh, he's one of my favorite actors. I you watch know, him every night before I go to bed. You know all about Rip Torn and Dirty Porn, which means you like porn or Rip Torn movies, but you're really bad at new release rectal exam. Well, we're going to get to that in just a second, but I don't want to move on without reminding everybody that I just fucking won the game. And uh, as part of my prize package, you're going to give me $20. Nope. So, of course, this has been Rip Torn or Dirty Porn. For a whole year, I concentrated equally on two things, fucking and... Cock-flavored lollipop. Oh, yeah, sex. Well, that was fun. I enjoy winning as much as the next guy, but let's play another game. This is one I have yet to win. I have not won this game yet. Um, and it's uh, it's going to be a kind of a slight twist on an old favorite. This is going to be the new release rectal exam. <laughs> My mom's going to be so proud of me. <laughs> My baby's an internet. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so the game is the new release rectal exam. Yep. Um, but this is kind a, of like a, a checkup. A twist, like. a twist on it. Yeah, yeah. A, a, just a more of a prostate checkup. <laughs> yeah. So tell them, tell them what we got this time. All right. So traditionally, the game is played um, where we look forward a month. So whatever is coming out the next month, I need to be familiar with those movies. Mm-hmm. Seth asks me, or Seth gives me um, an actor, a director, and the release, release date, date for three movies coming out in a given month. And I need to know enough about the upcoming new releases to answer them. But this uh, time on the special anniversary show, we're doing a little bit differently. Yeah, we're going back an entire year to last July. When uh, when we started up the podcast, movies we probably talked about, mm-hmm. movies we've definitely seen. We've seen all these. We movies. We saw every movie that month. Yeah, but I'm telling you, this is a clue. You've seen all these movies. Okay, I've all seen right. them all. Uh, so, so we're looking, we're looking back. Yep. At July of 2017, great yep. month. Yep. Great month. My hair wasn't gray yet. <laughs> it was. It wasn't gray. I'll give you that. It was uh, great. It was gray tea. So what do we got this week? All right, don't look. What uh, what what would you like first? First, I'll take... So it's director, actor, actress, or release date. I'll take an actor first. Actor? Mm-hmm. Actor or actress. John Boyega. First build. We saw this. John Boyega, July of 2017. And you can have a hint anytime. I'm not going to use it for this one because I'm pretty sure that the movie's Detroit. That's correct. Ah, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. All right. All right. Next, I'll take a director. John Watts. John Watts. John Watts. John Watts. John Watts directed Spider-Man Homecoming. 
He did. Nah. Were you playing? Were you? Were you? Cheesing? You think I don't know who directed all the Spider-Man movies? <laughs> okay. Look what I'm fucking wearing. I was gonna say, I, were you trying to cheese it up? And then finally, release date. See, this is gonna be the hard one mm-hmm. because I know all the movies. I don't know when they came out. Mm-hmm. So try me. What do we? What date? July twenty-first. You have one hint remaining. Okay, so July twenty-first. I will take the hint. So the hint for this one is whether it's a sequel or the first movie in the. In the if it's a franchise or whatever, it's the first movie. Okay. So it's a standalone. So this is a standalone movie that came out. What was the date? July 21st. July 21st of last year. Um, okay. So obviously it wasn't Spider-Man. Spider-Man came out early that came, month. That came out July 7th. Came out July 7th. The following week we went to something, but I don't remember what that was. July 21st. Mm-hmm. That's the date you're giving me? Yes. I have a guess. Um, it's an educated guess. We didn't even say what the stakes are for this. This is just for fun. Should we say the stakes now? I have, so we talked about stakes before it, and we should have talked about it before we played the game. New York Strip. So we're going to pause here. Um, we talked about the stakes that I, if I win, will be able to choose a nickname for you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. For just the remainder of the month. So a couple more weeks. I would like to call an audible on that. Okay. I think that if I get this one, and just so you know, I'm pretty sure I'm about to, that you should watch The Matrix. <laughs> no, that's... And review it for the show. Nope, that... that What? That um, was a bigger bet. That was for the Oscars. That's that was a whole a big thing. That's a bigger bet. Are yeah, you it kidding is. me? You just have to watch The Matrix. That's it. Nope. <laughs> You're a pussy. Well, uh, what happens if I lose? Um, I don't know. You don't know. I didn't really have anything in mind. Well, you've just been counting on me winning, and that is probably the wise thing to do because I, after I guess, you can't come up with some punishment. There's okay. just no punishment if I That's lose. That's fine. It. All right, then. I'm doing this as, as the bigger man. Uh, well, <laughs> I think that the movie that came out last year on July 21st was War for the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, what was it? Valerian. Fuck Valerian. <laughs> oh my god, I said War of the Planet of the Apes and you told me it was a standalone. Oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I do remember going to Valerian. Yeah. Dunkirk was that same weekend too, so you were probably pulling that bullshit where it's going to be both answers. No, yeah, I... I know, you cheated. The... It's, it's okay, you just admit. Like, you gotta cheat to win I, sometimes, I understand that. Uh, so, okay, fine. I lose this week's edition of the new release, well, old release, rectal exam. <laughs> oh i hate you so much um okay well that disgusting poop based game is over and we have to talk about audible not win i can't win the game because you cheated it i do not too many options the i need to come up with a new strategy is what i need to do um we need to talk about audible (laughs) Audible is probably going to stop sponsoring us if we keep putting that fart noise in our podcast. Um, <laughs> audibletrial.com slash Soko. There's a link. You're also going to see one in the description box uh, down below or wherever it is you find it, depending on the app. Uh, again, that's audibletrial.com slash Soko. If you don't know, then what you're going to get when you go there is 30 days of Audible plus your first audiobook for free. Free! <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've been talking all year about some of our favorites. Ready Player One. 
mm-hmm. has, I think, been the most consistent one. Seth uh, listens to the Orphan X series. Um, you have uh, Tiffany Haddish's book. Um, I just picked up uh, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. I haven't listened to it mm-hmm. yet, but I've heard really good things about it. So I am uh, interested to start that one up. So there's there's millions and millions of books out there, folks. If you're not currently listening to audiobooks, uh, give it a try. It's a, It's just a fun thing to do, especially in the car. Um, and, uh, if you're going to listen to audiobooks, the number one way to do it is on audible. So, uh, get out there, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. That's 30 days and your first book for free, <laughs> free, free, free indeed. Well, we're going to jump into the show, but, um, I, 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 I hesitate to do this because you never know what this guy's going to say, <laughs> but we received a message today. Mm. Ding dong. Uh, we received a message from uh, from a friend of the show, and we're going to listen to that. Sports. With Lou Holtz. So Lou Holtz, of course, a uh, good friend of the podcast. He is an ESPN college football correspondent and former football coach, as you may know. And uh, yeah, we're, we're really good friends with him. So he pops into the show from time to time. And Even though us... you never met him. I've never met him, uh, but he has given us a lot of good bits for the show. Um, talking, of course, about like March Madness and the Super Bowl and those things. Um, it seems like every time he's here, I've like gotten up to go to the bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. So I still have not seen Lou. Um, and he, you know, he called us earlier and, and left us this nice message. Um, so I, I still have not gotten to see him, uh, you know, so maybe you're a better friend of him than I am. But here's uh, here's the message that Lou left for us today. Hey, cocksuckers, it's your old acquaintance, Lou here. Of course, Lou. I was sprawling around Buckingholt's Palace when I realized that you two sit for brains were coming up on one year of your stupid-ass podcast. You imbeciles are probably thinking, why is Lou being so hostile? Shouldn't he be happy for us? Yeah. Well, I would be a little chipper if you had invited this superstar to be a proper guest. Instead, I'm shoved into the closet and only allowed to show up when you talk about sports. He's kind of right about that. I bring more ratings than all of your guests combined. I mean, honestly, you set aside 30 minutes on an episode to talk to Mike V? (laughs) Well, I'm finished with this lackluster show, and to celebrate my last appearance, I'm going to sing you one of Lou's favorite tunes. Oh, God. Is it Tyo Cruz again? I hope. Oh, okay. I do like the song. He missed the beat there. What a sultry voice. He doesn't have it's not I wouldn't say it's a sultry voice. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow. That's uh, Lou Holtz singing Celebrate, Celebration. Celebrate. Celebrate. Uh, Celebrate. <laughs> Celibate. Uh, Lou Holtz. And I think we sk- we kind of skimmed over it, but d- was he threatening that he's not going to come back on the show? I think so. Is that what he's, 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 he's pissed. This is his he last He wants to be appearance? a full guest, which I'd be open to the, 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 the idea of him just replacing you. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe sometime. Maybe sometime so I'm The Solo show? It'd just be the Lou Holtz show if Lou Holtz was going to be on. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's a superstar. He, that's what he said. He's a superstar. He's one of the best of all times. And he, he's just a sensational commentator. He's just someone that is 
very special and deserves to be treated as such. And we haven't been doing that. So mm. uh, Lou doesn't want to come on the show. I think I'll, I need to make, I need to visit Lou. I you need think to talk so? to Lou. Yeah. I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to, I'm going to find Lou and talk to him and um, we'll get this, we'll get this situation all sorted out uh, with our good pal Lou Holtz. So right. no need to worry folks. I, I, I'm telling you, this will not be the last time you hear from Lou Holtz, um, but we are very touched. Thank you, Lou, for uh, your kind <laughs> words. We're kindish words. I guess he acknowledged that it's yeah. a milestone. He was being kind of a dickhead about it. Um, well, he knew that this would be like the probably like the forty sixth most listened to episode, so he had to be on it. Yeah, well, I mean, if Lou brings us the ratings that he's talking about, then <laughs> then uh, I guess we owe him a big thank you. So That's true. That uh, that is Lou Holtz, and and uh, we've been jam packed with shenanigans today. So um, let's get back to the thing that has not yet made us famous, and that, of course, is the news. We're going to start today with video games. Video games. Whoa. This week, video games are brought to you by our Pop-Tart of the Week. That is Frosted A&W Root Beer. Crazy so not a lot of video game news this week, but uh, fans of the show will know that Seth only ever plays two games. Uh, one of them is Batman the Telltale series, and one of them is God of War. Mm. And uh, it wouldn't be an anniversary show if we didn't talk about those. So, uh, True. I, I, it sounds like you've, you've maybe finished both of those, and you're going to tell us a little <laughs> bit about them. Finally. Hopefully this is the last time we have to hear about God of War and Batman, guys. Well, Fingers crossed. No, not at all. So, yeah. God of War. Finished that. Uh, bought it in... When did that come out? May? April? Uh, it's been two years, I think. April? <laughs> <laughs> been talking about it since probably two years ago. But, uh, yeah. Finally finished it. Finished the main story. And uh, definitely enjoyed enjoyed my time with it. Um, for anyone who has a PlayStation, don't want to spoil anything yet. So... Um, but definitely leaves it open for some for some uh, extra new games. But it sounds like they're going to be doing more. Uh, the director came out and said that he has outlines for a fifth and sixth game. So I'm excited. I'm excited for more. Uh, definitely had a great time though playing it. It probably ranks in my top five of games. Okay. Yeah. Wow. High praise. Yeah. How long did it take you? Don't know. You don't have a time count. <laughs> they didn't. It? They didn't give you a time count. Probably days. Yeah. Like. It's a long game, folks. And yeah. he, he, of course, has to collect all the shit. Yeah, and so I'm, it... I'm not done with that yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, God of War high, probably will be game of the year, from what I'm hearing. Yeah, I can um, see that. I, I don't know what much else that's going to compete with it this year. But, um, yeah, it's a big one, and, and I'm glad that you finally finished it. Yeah. Uh, and you can move on to bigger and better things, or at least different things. And, um, yeah, good to hear that it's lived up, lived up to your expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Batman, the telltale series they had new episodes drop and you've, you've played through those. Yeah. The final episode, the fifth episode, uh, enemy within is the, uh, whole title. So yeah, it wraps everything up. Uh, you kind of, you get into the whole Joker thing, the whole Joker storyline. Now he's full Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just some, there's some really interesting decisions you have to make as Bruce Wayne and or Batman. It definitely ramps up in terms of intensity with it. Um, it's, it's again, that's, I mean, this, this is like, a it's kind of like a playing a movie or TV, TV episode, um, uh, quite a bit of fun in that aspect. I mean, it's, there's definitely not a lot of action. There's some quick time events or whatever. Um, but you definitely see the choices you make impact kind of where the story goes. And I, I always love at the end, uh, you can, uh, see what other people chose. So it's always fun to see if you were a dick or if uh, you made the right choice. So I'm willing to bet I know which one you were. I always am in the minority. <laughs> I always choose the opposite of what other people do. Yeah, contrarian. Yeah. Who knew? I thought I was a contrarian of us. Uh, well, that's going to be it for video games. It sounds like a couple of recommends. 
Yeah. If you absolutely. get a chance, if you're on PlayStation, definitely pick up God of War if you haven't yet. It seems like everybody probably has. Um, <clears throat> but if the Batman Telltale series is more your speed, then pick that one up and uh, play through both. And of course, uh, let Seth know what you thought at Seth O Otter at Soko Show Podcast. Don't do it. No, okay. I don't, don't want to talk to never you. Never mind. He doesn't want to talk to any of you. Uh, forget it. Let's move on and talk some sports. Sports! And boom goes the dynamite. It's a weird time of year right now because it's there's no hockey, no basketball, no football, and uh, baseball is about to go into the All-Star break in a couple weeks. So not a lot going on in the sports world, but uh, it seems like the NFL never stops with its news, at least. Um, of course, uh, most people are going to be aware of the kneeling controversy that has been going on for the past couple seasons huh? in the NFL. You don't know about this? No. Okay, so um, a couple of years ago, Colin Kaepernick, who was a quarterback for the 49ers at the time, um, started kneeling during the national anthem before games. And uh, it was a protest against uh, racial inequalities in mm. the country and specifically police brutality. And mm. so uh, over the past couple of years, of course, the protests have grown. Several more players have uh, started kneeling. Uh, our president, the Donald, has... Kneeled? He has not kneeled, oh, okay. never. He would never kneel. And um, he came out and said he was pissed about it. He wants us to fire those sons of bitches. You're fired, like he says. And, um, yeah, so that's been it up to now. Uh, Kaepernick and uh, one other player have also uh, now filed grievances against the NFL, alleging that they're being blackballed because of their protests. Gross. So, yeah, you don't want to get blackballed. It hurts. And so, um, that's oh, been... blue balled is what I was thinking of. That's been going up... To, that's been going on up till now. And the NFL came out and made a new rule that says that players can't kneel anymore um, on the field with penalty of fines. Uh, but they do have the option to stay in the locker room and not be seen during the national anthem. So, that was the NFL solution. The NFL Players Association has now come out and says that that ain't cool. And they say that that goes against the collective bargaining agreement and that they're going to fight it and that they're going to try to get this rule stricken um, stricken from, I guess, the book of rules, the rule book, as it were, um, which is something that I, I assumed would happen. Um, it, and, you know, it's the NFLPA's, NFL Players Association's job to stand up for the rights of its players. Um, let me ask you this. What do you think of, do you, is this what you expected? Did you expect the PA to come out and fight this or what? what, what do you think? Um, is going to come with this. I didn't really have any thoughts <laughs> about it. I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, just that it's a thing. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I hope they win. <laughs> like, it, it's it's just dumb. It's dumb all around, especially that because the president of the United States mm-hmm. had influence over a sport. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things. And I, we're going to have a long enough show. I don't want to get on my soapbox about it today. Um, I will be in favor of the NFLPA in this. I think they should be allowed to protest if they want. Um, a lot of people come out and they say, you know, they have a job just like everybody else has a job and mm-hmm. they should be, you know, um, beholden to the consequences of behaving incorrectly at that job. I think it's silly to not think that NFL players are different mm-hmm. than accountants. Um, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not... I, I will comfortably say that I hope the NFL PA gets this rule revoked. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that the players should be allowed to protest peacefully, of course, if they want to. So we'll see what comes of that. I'm sure that will be the news all summer. Uh, the NFL doesn't like being out of the news cycle. So uh, we will keep you posted on that um, as long as you come back and listen to the sports section every week. From there, let's get into the meat and potatoes and we're going to start in TV. That's what she said. TV. 
So we're going to talk about a couple shows and I'm going to go first here. Um, I stumbled upon on Netflix this last weekend, uh, a series called Explained. And um, I know you had seen it on your uh, Netflix ads, mm -hmm. um, but hadn't clicked. So Explained is uh, something I really enjoy. It's, it's, a, it's a documentary series. And so it's about half an hour documentaries. There's six or seven episodes right now. Uh, the nice thing is episodes come out every Wednesday. So it's continuously coming out. So you can't binge the whole thing all at once like I was going to. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of, it's a lot of really interesting topics on Explained. Um, there's one about designer babies. There's one about the, um, the, um, the racial wealth gap, which is really interesting. I think that was episode one. There's one about um, life in space. There's one about uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. There's one about the stock market. So it's all really interesting topics that most people should be probably conversationally competent in. Um, and the show really just does that. It's a mm -hmm. half an hour. It's pretty quick. Um, they're not trying to make you an expert in anything. So it's it's something that you can easily pop on and just learn a little, learn a couple little factoids um, about whatever topic of the week it is. So I would highly recommend Explained if especially if you're a documentary fan, but even if you're casually into documentaries and you don't watch many of them, um, then definitely check out Explain. Lots of good episodes and, of course, more uh, more to come each week. Uh, I know you're a little bit of a documentary fan. Uh, a little bit. And, and I don't know that you've checked out Explained. Okay. I would recommend it to you. I think there's a couple in there that you'd find interesting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I try my best to review TV. Everybody knows that. <laughs> um, but I'm just not... It's just not my place, you know. Um, I'm sitting next to one of the country's most well-regarded TV critics. It's true. And um, you know, not just because five of his, stars, not just because of his hair and outfits, but because of his expert knowledge of all things television. Um, one of the things we talked about, I think, back on episode one was his app TV Time. Mm -hmm. um, how much total TV are you up to now? Oh God, I have do you to have look an idea? I'd have to look it up. It is. It's a long freaking time, folks. And while he's looking that up, TV Time. Uh, maybe we can put something up here or a link down below. Uh, it's an app where you can track what you're watching on TV so you don't miss your shows. Um, it's my opinion that if you are forgetting your shows, you're watching too many of them. But uh, if you are like Seth and watch everything, then uh, you may enjoy watching or uh, using the app TV time. So what is your total television time spent up to now? Uh, four months, 25 days and six hours. That is a long freaking time. Uh, that's longer than most of my relationships. So you're more committed to TV than um, than some people are to other people, and I some I'm might committed. say some might say that that's not cool, um, but I think it's awesome, and I think that our our listeners and and this week watchers um, appreciate how much TV you watch because every week, almost every week, we get to have a segment called Seth's TV Corner. That's in my TV corner. Seth, I want to blow you. Woo! Don't mouth that at me. <laughs> you mouth the other one. What one? The you were doing the dance to the Gary Busey stuff, and you were doing the farts. Yeah, but you were. We can't. We're, we're supposed to dance to the sound. There's a whole point of doing video. I gotta leave. No, oh, whatever, man. Um, what are you reviewing for this for us this week? All right. So yes, TV corner time. Da -da 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 -da. So Glow season two, uh, which is the Allison Brie uh, starred. She stars. Uh, um, as it takes place in the 80s, a uh, women's wrestling show based off the true the true story, which I noticed on Netflix there's actually a doc about the real people. Um, haven't checked it out yet, but I definitely want to because it's really interesting. But uh, Glow Season 2 picks up where the first one left off. They had done their show, um, and 
now are kind of gaining a little bit of popularity. And so they're kind of dealing with a little bit of that. Uh, we have Alison Brie's character is Ruth. She's also Zoya the Destroyer. She's Russian. Um, she's clearly the most creative, the most dedicated uh, person there, but she isn't given the same opportunities because she's not kind of like the star. She's not the she's she's the vil- she's the main villain. Okay. Um, but uh, I can't remember. She, she the the wrestler's name is Liberty Bell. I can't remember the uh, Debbie is the the character's the real the character's name. Um, that's not the glow person. Um, she's she's kind of taken over as as the star. She uh, eventually becomes kind of like a producer role, and she's definitely you know the. She's kind of the, she's really the villain of the show, even though Allison replays the the heel or villain in Glow. But uh, so there's 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 some conflict there, which is really good. Um, really, the show is a good mix of drama and comedy. One of the better mixes of drama and comedy that I've seen on TV. Uh, Allison Brie, uh, she's she's really good at her comedy in general, um, but she's able to show off her her drama chops in this one, which is, it's really cool to see. Um, and she, I don't know if she does, she, I don't know if she does any chops as a wrestler, but that could have been a pun. It's a wrestling pun. <laughs> um, the supporting cast is really, really good too. They, they really allowed them to expand uh, what, what their stories were in the first season. Because the first season is a lot of introduction and things like that. Whereas this season uh, expanded upon all of them and gave them all a story, which, which added a lot to the show. Um, some of my favorite parts really were, um, the dynamic between Ruth and Debbie, as well as Mark Maron's character, Sam. Uh, he's like the director of the show, the showrunner. And he, uh, he, he goes through an arc this season, which he didn't last season. He's pretty, pretty much the same this season. He goes through uh, some changes, which is, which is really, it was good to see. Uh, I didn't know Mark Maron had acting chops, which he does. So, um, but his, his, his relationship with Ruth changed out the season too, which was awesome. Um, I don't really have a lot of negatives. Uh, the show maybe kind of hit a few lines, uh, in terms of like the, like the, the women, the women's treatment type stuff, but that's what happened in the eighties. So Mm. it's not really, I mean, it, it made sense. Um, might've been uncomfortable, but it made sense. So as a whole, I mean, even if you're not a wrestling fan, I would definitely recommend glow it, uh, it's like I said, good mix of drama and co- drama and comedy. You don't, you actually, you don't need to know anything about wrestling to enjoy the show, uh, because it, it it's way more about the people than it is than it is the wrestling and even the characters. And you'll learn stuff about wrestling throughout the show. So, um, yeah, definitely a high recommend. Um, going to the point system, you should put up some some things. Should we get some some graphics? Yeah. Here? Um, we'll get some graphics in there. Uh, Glow Season 2 for for my re- new writing system gets 4.6 rails of cocaine ah, out of 5. 4.6 rails of cocaine. <laughs> There's a lot of cocaine in the season. so That's a pretty good night in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, 4.6 rails of coke. That's that's a that's a pretty good rating for Glow. Uh, obviously, it's a, a show that you enjoy and that you think everyone should watch. On Netflix, of course, mm-hmm. um, for those who don't know. So, uh, most of you can watch it like right everything now. is right now. Yeah, half an hour show. Half hour show, ten episodes I think. So it's a pretty quick watch. I would have given probably the season one, uh, like four point four. Okay. So it's an improvement. You like Definitely. season two better? A little yeah. Bit. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, Allison Brie, of course, we're big fans mm-hmm. from Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have seen her in some other stuff, um, and uh, you know she can get it. So uh, if you needed a reason to watch Glow, um, let her be it. 
Uh, Glow, G-L-O-W, of course, stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Wieners. And it gets a big old recommendation in a 4.6 mm-hmm. Rails of Coke this week in the TV Corner. That's in my TV Corner. Seth, I want to blow you. Woo! Get the hell out of here. I won't do it again. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> That's going to do it for TV this week. Let's wrap it up uh, where we're going to spend a little bit of time, as usual, and that's movies. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Movies. So before we jump into movies, I want to give a quick shout out to our good buddy. (laughs) It's of course at Jared Buckendall. And uh, if you don't know, well, you should know because this is we're posting this on his YouTube page. Yeah. So uh, you should be well aware of how to get to at Jared Buckendall to check out all of our episodes of the Ride Home, um, all of the episodes of this podcast, all of Jared's movie reviews, all of his trailer reactions, all of his get out of there, <laughs> all of his JB classics, um, which are hilarious. He recently did Jurassic Park, uh, which was another great addition to that series. At it, Jared Buckendall, you can't touch. The sound, the soundboard is my thing, and um, so we just want to give a big shout out to Jared. Uh, it was, it was, it was kind of because of Jared that we started doing this. Mm-hmm. So uh, we owe him a lot, and obviously he has his post on his channel, and and we uh, we try to put out each other's uh, material as much as we can. Uh, we're gonna have Jared on the show in a couple weeks. Uh, which Spoilers, we're very, which we're very excited about. Uh, I don't fucking care if we spoil that. Um, Why? So uh, thank special you, enough? Jared. Shut up. <laughs> we're trying to be nice. <laughs> Thank you, Jared, uh, for all that you do for the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, Jared has a message for us uh, that we've been saving for here. We have we haven't seen we haven't it seen yet. it yet. Yeah, so hopefully it's hopefully it's showing right here. Um, but he, here it is. What's up, SoCo Show host with squirrel nuts or raisin nuts? I, I don't know what your name is right <laughs> now. But Seth, you guys, congratulations on one year, fifty-two episodes. Hey, that takes commitment. That's awesome. You know what? To many more episodes, many more Octaversaries, many more The Ride Homes, <laughs> and many more shenanigans with those sounders. Congratulations, guys. Uh, that's really That was cute. nice. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, and yeah, of course, way more Octaversaries to come, way yeah. more hilarious sounders. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we've got the editor working overtime, especially this week. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, thank you to Jared, and uh, if you don't already subscribe, make sure you're hitting the subscribe button that is probably somewhere on the screen right now, or, or or it'll be on the end page, um, or actually just down below. Hit your subscribe, hit your notifications so that you're getting all of Jared's videos as well as all of ours. Um, so uh, you know we'll um, we'll we'll end it there. But Jared, you get a big SoCo thumbs up from both of us. At Jared up. Buckendall. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so thank you to Jared. Let's jump into some movie stuff. We're going to talk some news, and then we've got a couple of reviews as well. So a lot of news in here, and we're going to start with a franchise that we're big fans of, Seth. Uh, what is that? I put the, I put it here. <laughs> I put it here so you can see. It's all right. It's all right here, guys. It's, you can just read it if you want. So you just... I was going to say the... I, just, uh... I, I, I alley-ooped it for you, and you just went... <laughs> I was going to say The Land Before Time, but... I don't care about The Land Before Time. I love The Land Before Time. They're doing a 12th movie. <laughs> I don't know if they are yeah, or not. No, there's no Land Seth, read the goddamn board. Every week, this is what I... John Wick Teetle. We don't do... We normally don't do... 
itineraries or whatever the fuck you want to call We used to, and then we stopped. Yeah, because we're an organic show, not this weird... Uh... Well, forgive me for thinking that it would be easier <laughs> if we knew what we were going to talk about. <laughs> I was hoping to save the editor a little bit of time. <laughs> no, you got to keep this in. <laughs> All right. Will you fucking tell us? <laughs> you gotta keep this in. <laughs> All right. Yeah, one of our favorite franchises we've talked about quite a bit on the show. Apt being for uh, being our fifty second episode. Did you say app? at Jared Buckendall? No, apt. App. Oh, with a P. Yeah. Sorry. It's like what you download on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, we talked about it a lot. We might even no, it wasn't out yet. It was. It's already been out. But anyway, John Wick three has a a uh, subtitle, not Chapter 3, like Chapter 2. Love subtitles. Here we go. Uh, John Wick 3, colon, Parabellum. Parabellum? Mm-hmm. But what does that mean? Uh, it's a punk rock band uh, oh. that's uh, headed by Haley Williams. Okay. No, no, no. Param- that's Paramore. Mm. That's Paramore. Parab- I would watch John Wick, colon, Paramore. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. He just Ew. smokes Haley Williams. What? John Wick, colon... It's a it's Haley a, Williams. It's it's it's, it's, are, it's. Are you? What what about her colon? Do do you want oh John Wick to do? <laughs> what does Parabellum actually mean? Prepare for war. Prepare for war. Uh, if you've seen the end of John Wick two, you know that he's he's probably pretty ready for war. Mm-hmm. So he's got a bounty. Got a excommunicado. Excommunicado. A lot of folks coming after his head, but uh, I don't think they're gonna get it. Probably not. I don't think they're gonna they're get. They're gonna it, get buddy. some uh, some big old guns. So John Wick uh, Parabellum's coming out. Is it next May? I don't know. And it's sometime in 2019. Uh, and yeah. I, it's lucky that I, I don't have a computer in front of me that tells me uh, everything that I might no, I say we leave it up. Leave it up to the listeners to look it up. John Wick 3. What's John Wick 3's release? 2019. May 17, May 17. 2019. I was right. Boom. Chad Stileski. Once Chad, again. I'm going to remember it's Chad Stileski for when we do the rectal exam for that month. Um, so John Wick 3 Parabellum. Keep a lookout for that next May. Um, one of our favorite series. So we'll talk all the news that comes up um between now and then one of my favorite probably my favorite franchise in terms of movies is of course star wars oh, i thought it was lame before time again <laughs> star wars 9 is dropping in december of 2019 mm-hmm. and it sounds like we've gotten a little bit more of a look at who is going to be in it we did a couple one one actress um kind of a surprise ish even though she worked with jj abrams on a tv show uh carrie russell from the americans which okay. is a show now that I'm kind of in a break. I've thought about going into, but I think it, I think I've heard really good things. You yeah, it's it it's always been nominated for Emmys, and she's. Do you always... guys watch Americans? Let us know what you think. There's not anyone there right now. I, I know. I'm just that's they'll they'll be on the other side of the camera. You got like real personal with it, like yeah. I'm, I got right in its face. But, uh, <laughs> sorry guys, if I scared you. Um, tell us what you think of the Americans if you watch it. There's there's still no one there. <laughs> uh, Kara Russell, yes, will be in the. In the next Star Wars, uh, she there's been rumors of her with very bunch of different characters, um, one of which is potentially Ray's mother. Um, so that'd be interesting. Uh, also, though the the basically the the casting line is that she has to do a lot of action. She's gonna be involved in a lot of action scenes. Okay. So she's used to that with Americans. So she um, also appeared in Mission Impossible Three. That's what it was. J.J. Uh, Abrams uh, directed that, mm-hmm. and uh, she—that's where their their connection. One of my favorites, I would say. I would say behind um, behind Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation, it's it's Mission Impossible Three. For me. I've heard that's everyone's least favorite. I don't care what everyone thinks. <laughs> Fuck them. 
They're not as big a Mission Impossible fans as me. I'll tell you that right goddamn now. I don't know. Carrie Russell's going to be in Star Wars 9. I'm excited about that. She's Nine. Great. She'll be cool. Um, we'll find out who she's playing later. I hope it's not Ray's mom, but we'll see. And that's an argument for another day. Um, another movie that I, I would say we're equally as excited about. Well, you also forgot the other bit of casting. Oh, is there another bit of casting? Yeah, we we talked about it. We didn't? Yeah. Well, tell me the other bit of casting. Uh, one man who we thought was dead, but is still alive. <laughs> okay, we did talk about this. Um, so, yes, the resurrected Billy T. Williams will be uh, reprising his role as Lando Calrissian, a.k.a. Donald Glover, in this next movie. Yep. Um, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm really interested to see if Billy D. is going to be able to replicate donald glover's performance it's a really hard character <laughs> to kind of get into you know so uh we'll see if billy d's got the chops to do it i i'm not super confident in him i haven't seen him in a lot of stuff but mm-hmm. um <laughs> now we'll see uh i'm excited about this very excited to have lando back in the fold kind of upset that i know about it yeah um, you would have known about it i would regardless. yeah i would have known about it. he's probably gonna be in the trailer mm-hmm. um it's gonna be all over the news but i will definitely be looking forward to the moment we see lando on screen again mm-hmm. um and it's gonna be a pleasant surprise especially because you Thought Billy D. Williams was dead. R.I.P. Billy D. R.I.P. Billy D. That goes back to episode D. It's an early one. Like 20-something? It was the first time we had Jared on. Yeah. Over the phone. We had him on in person. That's right. We had Jared on the phone. It was the last episode of 2017 Mm -hmm. uh, where we had hashtag R.I.P. Billy D. So some of you guys might remember that. He is alive and well, and he's going to be in Star Wars 9. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm Star Wars is great, but I, I even more than Star Wars, I love Mortal Kombat. Do you? Yeah. And we, uh, in a very exciting bit of news, are going to get another Mortal Kombat movie. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it is in the works. Um, it is, it is, it is under not in production yet, but in pre-production. And one exciting things about exciting thing about this iteration is that James Wan is going to be involved. Mm. He is a producer. Um, been involved in a number of really great stuff, um, especially lately the Conjuring universe is a lot of James Wan. He was involved in Saw, the early parts of Saw when it was still good. And um, right now he's working on like Aquaman and some other stuff. So he's a busy man. So we'll see how involved he is um, with the actual making of Mortal Kombat. But Mortal Kombat for me, Seth, is something that has so many interesting characters in terms of like how their action can be shot. Mm -hmm. I think this has the potential to be a really cool, just like nasty, violent Mm -hmm. fucking movie. Um, The old Mortal Kombat movies didn't really do it for me because I watched them a lot later on when the the effects were better. Yeah. Is Mortal Kombat something that you're going to get excited for and come out for? Maybe. I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat player, but uh, it could be cool. James Wan is definitely creative. And uh, a lot of people consider the first Mortal Kombat as the best video game movie ever made. Is that so, right? Yeah. So, we'll see. I, I, I'm definitely not opposed to it. Yeah, I, I think it has it has potential. It has mm-hmm. potential to be very entertaining, at least. It's probably not going to win any Oscars or anything like that. But um, we do have a new character to the Mortal Kombat universe who's going to act as the protagonist. He is a uh, He's a guy who's like a boxer, I think, and he's got like a robot arm. And uh, so a brand new character is going to be the star of the movie, but all of your favorites are going to be back. Um, Raiden... By the way, the the lightning god, mm-hmm. he's going to be 14 hmm. in this, which is different. I think he usually plays older. So um, we'll see. We'll see a lot. I mean, this is so early. We don't really know much else about it. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm very um, enheartened by the uh, fact that James Wan is involved. Yeah. So we'll see how, how good that ends up being. Um, another movie that is 
one of those that could be very good, could be terrible. I'm talking, of course, about the Spawn reboot. Spawn. That is upcoming, and we know a little bit more about that cast as well. Yeah, we got, uh, we already have Jamie Foxx. And so no, awesome. Yeah. And this is directed by uh by uh Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. So this is his first directing. So he's he's got he's got some good good talent, but they added Jeremy Renner to the cast. So uh he's gonna be playing basically playing the kind of um Kind of the, the protagonist, because uh, Spawn is kind of an antagonist, but he's also a hero, anti hero kind of thing. So um Sounds like Jeremy Renner will be kind of the the uh, opposite of Spawn in this in this instance. Well, you tell me that Jamie Foxx is going to share square off with Jeremy Renner, and I'm there. <laughs> I was already in for for Spawn, but now that I know about the cast, I, I'm in for that. Yeah. It's going to be tight. Do we know when Spawn's coming out? I don't. Think it's so. not for a while yet. Yeah. I don't think they've even started shooting. So um, keep your eye out for Spawn. We'll keep you updated. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited about yeah. that. Jeremy Renner. That's big news. Guys blowing up lately. Yeah. And some good stuff, too. Not just in a lot of stuff, but in good stuff, mm-hmm. which is one of the things. Wind River. If you haven't seen Wind River yet, guys, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix right now. Um, go watch Wind River, this one here. Um, super good. Go check it out. It's got Jeremy Renner. Also, Elizabeth Olsen, who is a, mm-hmm. a fellow Avenger. Anyway, I'm, I'm ranting. Yeah, um, <laughs> Another Another superhero movie is bringing us news. I'm talking about, of course, the movie that they probably shouldn't make, in my opinion. Um, but it's part of the DC Universe. It's Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. We have news out of that camp. Yeah, they're going to start production in January. They talked about uh, kind of a bunch of different scripts Harley Quinn would be in, and and it sounds like this is the the decision. So out of the ones they talked about, I think this one makes the most sense, being able to introduce new characters and things like that. So, so Birds of Prey, this is Batgirl. Um, who else? Is I think the... Black Canary. Black Canary and, and uh, Harley Quinn, which is not normally the case. There's it's different, but probably because Harley Quinn's not a bird. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. I mean, one of the big Halloween costumes from a couple of years ago is how it went, so I'm sure we'll get some more of that. Um, almost nobody looks good in that costume. Like, probably you don't look good in that costume um, if you're wearing it. Like, most people don't. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's really hard to look like Margot Robbie. Um, I, I was going to do it, and... You cited on Spider-Man. I, I couldn't get in the costume, so... No, that was it was last Halloween, so we, we did mm. uh, David Pumpkins. That's true. Instead, so... Um, yeah, it's, in myself included, don't wear Harley Quinn outfits, people. It's just not. It's not a good look. Um, I am excited. Speaking of my boy Spider Man, we got a little bit of casting news from Spider Man Far From Home, uh, which, if you don't know yet, is the title of next summer's new Spider Man movie. You might be saying, "New Spider Man movie," but I just saw Infinity War, and yeah, of course, shit's gonna happen. That's gonna make it possible for a Spider Man movie to happen. So you know, and speaking of of sorry to interrupt that, but speaking of. Uh... So the the whole Thanos snap and everything. Um, I was in Target today, and they were showing because they announced today that the that the Blu-ray comes out August fourteenth, and so uh, they showed a, a trailer or whatever for it. And in the trailer, like you know the Marvel Studios logo, um, it 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 dusts. It, <laughs> it does the dust in the thing, and then they snap several times in the trailer too. It's like. So if you haven't seen it... They just think everybody saw it. <laughs> I hope you've seen it, folks, because no one gives a shit about spoilers it does, anymore. It is the same exact dusting as all the characters do. Huh. I thought that was kind of weird. Well, hope you've seen Infinity War, folks, because um, honestly, I think the whole world is done yeah. not talking about it. So um, that Blu-ray is going to come out in August, what did you say, 14th? I think August 14th. I don't know. That, that, that might not be the exact date, but it's August. Uh, it comes out go. in digital in July. There you go. 
Uh, well, we're going to have a copy of that, I'm sure, on the Ultra Blu-ray 4K. So, uh, ladies, if you uh, want to come watch Infinity War with uh, Seth and I, then come on over. <laughs> right? That's where we started the show, right? To get chicks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to Spider-Man. Um, one of my favorite... Not my, one of my, not one not one of my favorite actors, but a guy that I really enjoy seeing and stuff is J.B. Smoove. He was who, in uh, Uncle Drew. He was in Uncle Drew. Yeah. He was hilarious in Uncle Drew. He's this guy. If you don't know, um, you probably recognize Me? him from something. I'm pointing at the. You gotta uh-huh. remember, it's. <laughs> and so J.B. Smoove is going to be in Spider-Man: Far From Home, um, which it'll probably be sort of a bit character just for comedy. I'm excited about this. I think he definitely possesses the ability to sort of pop in, say some funny shit, and then pop back out. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this is cool. Honestly, anything Spider-Man related is going to make it onto the show. This isn't a huge wave-making piece of news. But... What What would you think if he played uh, J. Jonah Jameson? Ooh. You know, it's really hard to separate that role from J.K. Simmons. Yeah, but he's you're so going to have to. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I could get into that. I could get into, I, think it'd be cool. I could see him, I want pictures of Spider-Man. Like I could definitely see him and the way he talks is so hilarious. And I yeah. thought, like, I, I, I could get into that. Yeah, yeah. I could get into that for sure. So here's JB smooth for J Jonah Jameson. That's our, that's our plug. We'll maybe we'll hashtag that or something. So that is, this, that is it for news. Uh, we're going to review a few things, but before we do, I have to issue an apology to a movie that we have talked about at length and it's a movie that um i have gone on record as hating it was the movie that caused me to lose the first iteration of the new release rectal exam and it's a movie that i have wholeheartedly disagreed with since we started this show the movie of course is jurassic world uh starring chris pratt and uh bryce dallas howard i think is the other star and I recently watched that movie, and then Seth, I liked it. <laughs> I liked Jurassic World, and I didn't want to. I didn't think I would, but I watched it, and I had fun. And so, to all of the Jurassic World fans out there, to the people who made it, to Chris Pratt, I know you're watching, um, <laughs> I'm sorry for shitting on your movie, because it ended up being pretty cool. And I haven't seen the sequel yet, but I think I'm probably going to go. So they're going to get some of my money. Gross. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's just like how you're, you know, you're coming around on Melissa McCarthy um, when she is, comes out with uh, with the puppets movie. So <laughs> we will, uh, we'll see how good the sequel is, but I, 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 I'll leave it just at that. I, I watched Jurassic World and I liked it and I'm not going to shit on it anymore. So that's it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I feel like a big man because I'm yeah. I'm able to admit when I'm wrong is the thing. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong this time. So now uh, you need to watch Jurassic World, Seth. No, thanks. And let us know what you think of it. Uh, keep an eye out for Seth's review of Jurassic World next week. Um, he'll tell you all about it himself. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for that. So let's move on from Jurassic World, please. And I want to talk about a movie I watched last uh, last night, a couple nights ago. And it's going to be this week's Retro Recommend. <laughs> I'm going to take it back in time. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Retro Recommend, if you're not aware, is just like what it sounds. We're recommending shit that people probably haven't seen in a long time. 
And this week's version of the Retro Recommend is the movie Election, uh, which stars uh, Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick. And she this has movie, her spoon in this one. She then. does have her. It's when she still had it. Okay. Before she became Reese without her spoon. Okay. And so she's she's got the spoon. She is a <laughs> high school girl, and she is kind of one of those snot-nosed girls who, like, is, like, really a... Snot-nosed girl. Yeah. That's, you know, they got snot in their nose. <laughs> and, um... She is like the teacher's pet, overachiever kind of girl. And Matthew Broderick is a teacher and he doesn't like her for his own reasons. And she starts running for uh, class president. And Matthew Broderick decides that he doesn't want her to win class president. And so the movie is about kind of the two of them and everything that unfolds throughout this election. And it's a pretty entertaining watch. Uh, it was a big recommend Um to me on another podcast that I, that I listened to. And so I finally was able to pull it up. It's on Hulu. Um, for those of you who have that, you can go on there and watch it, but it's, it's just a solid movie. Um, it's under two hours. It's got some really good comedy bits. It's got some interesting drama. It's really fun to see these actors so much younger than they are now, especially Reese Witherspoon playing a teenager. It's kind of, it's strange. Um, because I found out later that she can get it, but she looks a little young in this. Her spoon? Yeah. She, she get her spoon. Well, she lost her spoon. She's now she's Reese without yeah. her spoon. But at the time, when I was watching this, I was like, I don't know if I can think Reese Witherspoon can get it because she might have been too young. Anyway, it's it's one of those things. But now Reese Witherspoon can absolutely that get old it. chestnut. That old chestnut. Who hasn't been there, right? <laughs> um, so watch election is the headline here. Um, it's a good one. Oh, you're saying election. Yeah, with an L. Election. Uh, no R. Yeah, that's why. It, yeah, no, no R. Um, this isn't part of the Rip Torn game at all um so check out election I'll, I'll leave the rest of it up to you i don't want to spoil anything for you but go check out election um it's this week's retro recommend we don't need roads no we means. do not need roads for the retro recommend because we're flying a delorean and let's move to some more recent stuff uh seth you've watched a couple things recently uh, why don't you tell the folks at home what we're talking about couple docs i watched the netflix show explained um real good series <laughs> um no watch a couple of documentaries one on hbo you can watch right now for free if you have hbo i it's guess not 1499 yeah. hbo yeah, did you actually side note um so apparently time warner owned hbo didn't know that yeah and uh the new owners of time warner which is at&t i think came in and said that they want to basically, because you know HBO releases a little amount of really good stuff, and they want to be like Netflix instead. Oh God! And they want to release a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. which means they're going to release a lot of bad stuff. Bad stuff. Um, I hope that's not the case, but we'll see what happens. He said he wanted to change stuff, so um, hopefully the quality stays the same. Uh, speaking of quality, what they better I, not fuck with the shows that are already on there. Yeah. That will piss me off. Some of my favorite shows are on HBO. If you don't have HBO, people, just pay for it and watch it because it's fantastic. Everything on there is excellent. Sorry, go on. You can pay for it and not watch it. Well, yeah, if you want to. If you want to, or you can just light 20s on fire. If you want to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so one, one thing that is very good, I watched uh, a documentary. I watched two documentaries, one on HBO, the Andre the Giant documentary, which one is one I've, I've been meaning to watch for a couple months now. I think it came out in May. But uh, Andre the Giant, for those who don't know, he is a giant. His name's Andre. Big man. <laughs> Reminded me of Burt Reynolds from SNL. But... <laughs> With the big hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, big guy, Andre. 
Chewing his gum, right? Yeah. It's a big hat. It's fine. Uh, yeah, Andre the Giant, I mean, most people know who he is. Uh, it, I mean, he, especially if you watch the documentary, you'll find out he was one of the biggest, if not the biggest wrestling star up until Hulk Hogan. Um, but he was a professional wrestler. He was like seven foot four, six, like 600 pounds. Um, also transitioned into movies uh, in the... Uh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride, uh, which has Robin Wright from House of Cards in it. Yeah. And Billy Crystal. And it's directed by Rob Reiner. Then I didn't know all those things. Also has Carrie Always. Where are you pulling this from? Uh, from the documentary. They interviewed all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why do you know those? So, yeah, the the documentary for for me as a big wrestling fan uh, was was really interesting. I don't. I've seen a few Andre the Giant matches, but like the WrestleMania three match, which a lot of people know about against Hulk Hogan. Um, but knowing, like, seeing him in his time growing up, he grew up in France, and just seeing, like, how he got into wrestling, and he, his wrestling nickname was, uh, it's like, Jean the Fairy. Mm. He, like, that he was, he was, he, it's a, it's a, a French lore uh, about a fairy, and that was his wrestling name to start. Um, but, like, seeing how he, he came up into it, he was, you know, if you've seen pictures of him, especially when he's been really famous, he's like this you know he's super tall but he's also kind of like bigger in the belly and stuff he was a ripped dude when he was like 16 he was ripped and he was like he was almost seven foot and he was in the wrestling ring doing stuff that people who are like six foot five do like he was doing <laughs> he was doing kind of going off the ropes and doing clotheslines and leg locks and then later in his career he could barely throw a punch yeah you know um anyway off the wrestling stuff really interesting story though as a whole um you know, seeing where he came from in France and getting over to the United States and and growing up in in the wrestling world at that time was was super interesting. Um, and then getting to hear from from all the people he worked with in wrestling and the movies, like I mentioned, all all those people from Princess Princess Bride. Uh, I keep wanting to say Princess Diaries. <laughs> um, they were all in it. Um, I think it helps being a wrestling fan to see this. I would recommend this for any wrestling fan. But even if you're not a wrestling fan, if you want to just hear about an interesting person, definitely check it out. Uh, because he's he's super unique. There's not anyone Nobody like ever him. like him. And uh, hearing his stories about how much he would drink. Uh, he drank Ric Flair under the table, which is impossible. <laughs> um, he, uh, he, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, incredible person and incredible story. Um, I was engrossed for the hour and a half it is, so... Definitely check it out if you if you just want to hear a cool, interesting story. There you go. Andre the Giant gets a recommend, especially if you're a wrestling fan. HBO is where you can check that Hobo. out. Hobo. Pay for it. Use it. <laughs> Don't use it. What's next? Uh, the second thing is something you'd have to pay for in a theater if it's near you. Uh, I know Jared checked this one out. I don't think he did a review for it. but At he did. Jared Buckendall. Ah! Uh, he did uh, do... Uh, stardust from it we talked about it last week but yes uh, we kind of teased it last week that if you're going to see won't you be my neighbor hold on should we cut in glassy-eyed jared right here <laughs> yeah, that's right glassy-eyed jared <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i tried stopping it hey buddy <laughs> uh so won't you be my neighbor which of course is the fred rogers mr rogers documentary um it's very it's a very uh critically praised film i think it's at 99 rotten tomatoes so a lot of people loved this movie and uh, I can be added to that. Um, uh, it, uh, I mean, it really just tells the story. You, you get a bit of his his life prior, but it tells more of the story about the show. You know, uh, the Mister Rogers Neighborhood 
a show I was a huge fan of when I was a kid. I watched it on PBS. I watched a lot of PBS for some reason. I had cable. I had all the channels. For it's good what, TV, man. Whatever reason I watched PBS. And I had Nintendo. Whatever. Um, Nintendo sucks. So. You suck. You had Sega, didn't you? <laughs> no, I had a PlayStation. <laughs> well, Nintendo was out before. Oh, well, I wasn't allowed to play video games then. Yeah, because yeah, you suck. Speaking of Nintendo... Should we update folks on the Mario Kart rankings? No, I'm in the middle of a review here. The, I think this is so, a, I think this is Fred, a nice aside. Fred Rogers <laughs> was a, a pretty cool person. <laughs> I'm um, gonna put the scores up here. You better not. Yeah. I'm gonna delete the video. I'm gonna tell the editor to put the scores up. All right, I'm stopping the video. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so the, the actual documentary uh, "Want You Be My Neighbor," uh, like I said, talks really about kind of the, the start to the end of the show, uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Uh, and then it does give a ton of insight into him, though, because uh, he was the whole thing. I mean, he was, he was, of course, the the beginning of the show, you know, meeting him and everything. And then he was all the voices and all the puppets and everything. Um, incredible for its time uh, in terms of just like how smart he was with TV. Um, what he he if if he would have had control of all of TV, I mean, I think we would we definitely have not as good TV on the air. But I think uh, what what we would have gotten would have actually made a difference with people because that's what he cared about was people specifically kids of course but seeing how he cared for for the kids and what he did with the tv to influence the kids was really cool to see um there um so there were a few things that i mean there were a few things about him personally like i mentioned uh, a lot of rumors that that happened about him at his time in his life were mentioned i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything because it kind of comes out of nowhere in the documentary but it's, <laughs> it's it's also really funny and uh it's cool to know about him and what, what he thought um there's not a whole lot i can say i mean because the 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 documentary does a really good job of diving into all this stuff in a lot of detail and it's cool to learn about organically so um for anyone who's a fan of Mr. Rogers Neighborhood growing up, definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, if you just want to hear about a really, again, interesting person, but also someone who um, is a super good-natured person and someone who, if they're alive today, could make a difference still um, with the same values that they that they had in the '60s. <laughs> you know, he he was he's an incredible person, and so I would definitely recommend checking this out if you get a chance. Um, it's not going to be around a lot of theaters. Um, very limited run, but uh, word of mouth is spreading. I mean, it's in the top ten. Documentaries normally aren't even in the top ten. It's in the top ten right wow. now for for uh, gross for a week. So um, box office for a week. So definitely, if it's near you, get out to the theater and see it. Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't shed a tear. I definitely got a little. Got a little emotional, but no, no tears shed. Still have not found my my heart. It has no soul, this man. But. Uh, it, uh, but it definitely makes you feel something. It, it absolutely makes you feel something. So um, 100% check it out. Can't recommend it enough. So I'm excited. I, I wasn't a big Mr. I wasn't a Mr. Rogers kid, to be honest. Um, I didn't I didn't really watch it uh, when I was growing up. But I am excited to check this one out. I hear such great things about him, and it sounds like it holds up. So mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely going to check this one out. I do have to say, it was very hard to, to look serious while you were talking about all that because I was looking at your fucking wig the whole time. <laughs> And, it's, and even though you're saying actual things, I was like, I can't take this guy seriously. So I was trying not to laugh that whole time. I think I pulled it off. 
Uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, of course, is the name of that one. Go check it out in theaters now. Maybe. Well, hopefully it's in a theater near you and check it out. So that's going to do it for movies this week, but we want to end the show um, with a little bit of fun, a little bit of fun. And um, we never have fun. We never have fun on the show, do mm-hmm. we? And not not a single time. So mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about just just the year that has been, and um, pick up for the first time on the show. <laughs> and I can't cut it out. <laughs> I'm gonna try to cut it out. No, no one wants no one wants me to cut out things. When we asked when we asked like if I should cut out when I fuck up the sounders, uh-huh. everyone's like, no, it's funny. So I guess yeah. just I, the editor doesn't have to do anything. So mm-hmm. all right, that's cool. Good for the editor. Um, let's talk about the year that has been. It's been 52 episodes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of fun stories. We've had a lot of fun gags. We've had a lot of fun sounders. And uh, tell me, let's let's I'll ask you a couple of these. Um, let's let's. What has been of the year so far? What has been your favorite sounder that we've had? And you've got the soundboard here, so don't tell me. Just play it. Just play it. Mm-hmm. What if, what if it's one of the ones from the uh, original run of Sounders? Oh, do I'll find it. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, God, there's so many options, and they're all great. Thanks to our editor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I. He's so good looking. Get out of here. <laughs> it, it's so hard for the recency bias not to do. Well, don't say. Pick any of them. Um, I'm trying to think the one I laughed the most at. I think you know what I. It's the, the funny is great, but I think like the one that we we just knew like right away. It's like this is good. That's what she said. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. Did you do that on purpose? I did not. It's this one. Video games. Yeah. That one was the one we were like, okay, we got it. The God second, damn it. That took us like 10. You see, it's so easy to fuck up the soundboard. It is. Never I'll, give me shit I'm about that I'm still going to laugh. It's still funny. I'm so happy that you fucked the soundboard up this time. Um, I don't know. It's so it's so hard to think about. I mean, we had so much fun. At Jared Buckendall. When mm-hmm. we had... Uh, oh, that made me laugh so we, hard. We had a really good time with that one. Um, I didn't know you were doing that when, when you did it at, at Jared's yeah. when we recorded there. That was a fun little surprise. We, we poked that one in a lot, so... Um, that was a really good one. Honestly, dude, I think that one of one of the first times we really went went for it on a sounder, and it's something um, that we thought hard about whether or not we wanted to put our names on the podcast if we were going to use this sounder. And you already heard it today, but it's definitely my favorite. <laughs> That's in my TV corner. Seth, I want to blow you. <laughs> Never yeah. doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> Every single week it makes me laugh. Yeah, we were like, it was like late when we made when we came up with that one, and we were just we didn't know what we were gonna do with it, and then just put a bunch of random like, oh, let's put a Ric Flair woo in there. Yep. Like, we were looking for we were looking for footage. no one puts baby in the corner. No one put baby in the corner, and then we were gonna put um uh, uh we were gonna put a clip of Jules from Superbad yelling Seth because there's a character mm-hmm. named Seth Jonah Hill's character. In Superbad. So when I looked up, I tried to look that up. What I got was the Seth, I want to blow you quote. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, this must be in there. <laughs> and then we made it and we we sat there and we were like, ugh. <laughs> it was still hilarious. But I'm glad, I'm glad we kept it in. It's, it's mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorites. Um, other than the Sounders, like we've, we've done a lot of fun um, segments and um, had just a lot of fun not planned moments. 
Um, and I, I know that there's one that's at the top of your list for, mm. for our best uh, our best impromptu moment of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's easily the, the, the moment I was asking, uh, asking you if, uh, if there's other nicknames for New York City. Like, I was trying to think, like, what's, what's the nickname? Or no, what, oh, what was it? Was that it? You were asking me about, um, what do they call New York City? Or something along those lines. No. No, that's what, that's not what it was. Because you just said, you just said fucking Big Apple for no reason. <laughs> um, and it wasn't, because I wasn't asking you specifically... Now I'm blanking on it because because Big Apple was not the answer I was looking for <laughs> at all. I don't remember what the answer. Well, let's see if we can find the clip. Let's let's quickly find. Let's see if we can find the clip here. <laughs> OK, so we found the clip. And uh, what's going on right now is Seth is talking about the HBO show The Deuce, um, which stars James Franco and is set in New York City. So here's here's the clip that we're talking about. I mean, and it takes takes place in New York, which apparently the New Yorkers called the Deuce in the seventies. Is it still called that? I don't know. Do you know? Big Apple. <laughs> I'm not asking for other nicknames. I just want to know if it's the Deuce. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. going on about uh, the big apple so that was that's 22 episodes ago that was 22 episodes ago i um, so long. i was talking to the editor and he was editing this episode on a plane <laughs> and was laughing hysterically crying and laughing on the plane listening to this uh while he was editing so he told me that it was very embarrassing a bunch of people were looking at him weird um so yeah that's that that would probably be my my favorite impromptu moment um, of the show, uh, would, would probably be the big apple. That was, that was pretty hysterical. Uh, um, same episode where we had fucking, corner cuties. just fucking yelled out the big apple. I was really tired that day. I'm pretty sure we had to do it on a Sunday cause yeah. I was, I was getting ready to travel for work and, um, yeah, we had to do it on a Sunday. So I was probably hung over as hell. So <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. It ended up being one of the best, uh, one of the best moments yet of, mm-hmm. of, of the SoCo show. Um, yeah, I think that, um, God, there's so I think much. We even had to cut stuff out because we just kept laughing. Oh, there's three minutes of laugh. <laughs> there was three minutes of laugh, and we had to cut it down. I think we only cut it. We cut it still like a minute. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh one of one of one of the best moments that we've had. I think as far as like segments go, and uh, you know the different the different guests and things that we've had. Um, I'm a big fan of the games that we're playing lately, but <laughs> I, I think that my favorite. Uh, my favorite sort of segment or guest is a recurring guest, and we heard from him earlier today. It's, it's of course, uh, sports legend Lou Holtz. Sports. With Lou Holtz. You know, always, I'm pissed because I keep missing him. I'm never around when he is. <laughs> but, um, you know, definitely one of, the, one of the fun parts of the show that we really enjoy um, getting to listen to and, and getting to talk to Lou is always entertaining for us. So that's that's probably my favorite segment, I would say. Mm. 
Well, with that, let us know. Um, come up on come on Twitter. It's at Shilko Show Pod. Of course, you have at Seth O'Ott and at underscore Cody Michael. At Raisin Balls. At Raisin Balls. I'm sorry. Uh, get on the tweets and let us know what are your what are your favorite sounders, your favorite moments of the year. Um, what are your favorite games that we've played or, or segments that we've had? What's your favorite episode? Tell us, tell us if you have a favorite episode. Um, we really want to hear feedback from all of you guys. Um, and of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't thank all of you for uh, listening to our, our 52 episodes now of the show. That's a lot of time. A lot of time to be spent listening to just a couple of jackasses uh, yelling at each other about nerd stuff. So uh, <laughs> we definitely appreciate all the time that you take um, listening to the show and, and keeping up with us. So thank you so, so much. And, um, you can reach out to us everywhere that, uh, you know, you've, you've come to know, um, you know, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Google play. Um, we're now on Android podcast. So everywhere. Google podcast. Sorry. Google podcast. You can catch us at always on YouTube at Jared Buckendall, or you can catch uh, the ride home. You can catch all the episodes of the podcast any trailer reviews, movie reviews, and JB classics, of course, done by the great Jared Buckendall. So you're going to see all that on the YouTube. Look around here. If you're on the video version, look around. You're going to see all that stuff popping up in a second, or it's on the sides um, of your screen already. Uh, and also, before we take off, can't let you forget uh, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Get out there, enjoy Audible for your first 30 days and your first audiobook for free. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's been a very fun episode 52, and uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say something cheesy, so uh, Seth, I'm very glad that we have been doing this. <laughs> it's been a very, very fun uh, experience to do, and, and uh, cheers to many, many more episodes to come. Uh, I look forward to doing this with you every week, and uh, I'm glad that we finally took the leap and just started fucking doing it, because uh, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. Doing the podcast, not... Not each other. Yeah. No, no yeah. one's talking. We're not talking yeah. about that. <laughs> I concur. He concurs, people. That's why I love this man. He's so sweet to me all the time. <laughs> We're going to end it there, folks. This has been episode 52 of the SoCo Show. Thank you for listening. Thank you even more for watching uh, if you've been on YouTube. Uh, hit the comments. Let us know. Do you like this video format? Is this something you want us to try and do more regularly? Um, maybe not every episode, but maybe on Octaversaries or something like that. Let us know if you like it. Let us know if you're watching it because uh, we want to give the people what they want. So uh, we hope you've enjoyed episode 52. We will, of course, be back next week with episode 53. But until then, this is Seth Ott. I'm Raisin Balls, and we will see you next week. Bye.